you know something you're not telling us? What else do you know about Pegasus? Huh? Uh, well, Pegasus keeps helping me when I ask him. That's what I know. So this must be a lie. Uh, Rini. Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend or friends. What? Each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about just why it is that we love it so much. This week, we are watching Sailor Moon Supers episode 143. Believe in Pegasus, the Four Guardians Super Transformation. Hey, you know what's not like a huge factor in this episode? The Sailor Guardian Super Transformation. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, it just sort of happens. Yeah, it end. happens. It happens. It's not like a big deal. It's to get you to sit through the rest. Oh. Exactly. It's the anticipation. Oh, did we just hear two voices? <gasps> That's right, everyone. For the first time ever, we have two hosts. And two guests. It's going to be chaos. To talk about this week's episode, we have two very special guests. Megan and Aaron Carney are here. Megan, Aaron, hello, and how are you? Welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. I'm good. Yeah, I'm doing well, uh, doing well as well. And that was, that was Megan first and Aaron second, which I can tell because I'm looking at the waveform. <laughs> Cheat. Oh, that's Cheat. true. We might sound similar. We are the same person a couple of years apart. Yeah, ah. she's the newer version. Yes, I'm Chibi Moon. She's a regular moon. Oh, I love you. Her. You are sisters. <laughs> yes, we are. And when you emailed me almost a year ago to the day, I mean, it's over a <laughs> year. Like we're, it is. We're a year and four days late on this. I, we're very punctual. Yep. <laughs> Megan, you mentioned that uh, you watched Sailor Moon during the original 95 run, and I Aaron, did. you watched it when it resumed in 2000. That is correct, yes. Uh, so can you tell us about your shared history with Sailor Moon? Oh, gosh, where to start? Well, uh, I, the first place I saw Sailor Moon was actually at the fabric store uh, in the Halloween <laughs> costume section. <laughs> Oh, uh, I must have been I must have been very bored while my mom was shopping and I was looking at the patterns and there was a Sailor Moon costume pattern and I thought well that looks perfect what is this luckily enough it was on TV in the afternoons and all of the grade four class was obsessed with it and that's the first time I ran into Sailor Moon now you said grade four are you from Canada yes I am there you go where where where, where are you guys from oh that's that's oh. complicated actually <laughs> Well, in keeping with uh, the theme of this podcast, due to uh, our father being a sailor, oh, uh, we've actually uh, grown up all over Canada. Uh, we've moved around a lot. Wow. Okay. Now, now, is he a sailor guardian? He is actually. He's pretty high ranking. <laughs> yeah. Is that he, would be an accurate term for him. Is he pretty? <laughs> he's, he's very pretty. Okay. Extremely. Good. 
special so eyes. A, yep. He's a Bishoju Senshi. Exactly. I mean, I'm pretty sure he does have a sword cane, so we're getting wow. oh, he does. He does. <laughs> does he ever throw roses? Oh gee. I haven't I we could throw roses at him. I feel like at this point we're like five seconds away from just getting your dad on the show. He's in the other room. No, 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 no. <laughs> you can do a shitty business with an actual sailor. So, yeah. so, so hold on. So, okay, let's let's go back. So, you literally <laughs> discover Sailor Moon in a on a, as a as a costume pattern. Yep. And went. I want to wear that. Where can I watch this in action? <laughs> I did. I must have been very, very bored at the store. And I think it was the only packet with a cartoon illustration instead of a photo. Okay. And so that was just like, oh, well, perfect. Like, what is this mystery? Um, because it was the eye catch from the first series where they've got the neon uh, cityscape in the background. Right, 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 right. And I thought like, oh, this looks really edgy. That's a city. <laughs> that is the first word that would come to mind when i thought of the deke sailor moon dub i was nine so it was like whoa it's urban oh <laughs> and so do you remember what the first episode you saw was i can't remember okay it must have been pretty early in the series because i do remember being really excited for uh like mid-season developments so it was probably not before it would have been before they had more than three scouts, for sure. Okay. Okay. So you were oh. you you were in the uh, the Jedi days, so which is very early. Yeah, I got I got on board pretty soon after it came out. Cool. That is that's really interesting because I I mean I knew that like we've seen the sizzle reel that that Deke made oh. with Victoria and Blue and oh, all yes. of our friends, <laughs> but I hadn't really realized that they were already setting it up to be like a marketing blitz you know they were already setting up like oh we've got we've got halloween costumes we've got dolls but i mean obviously of course they did you know mm -hmm. like that's what they do with everything yeah yeah there's there's power rangers toys for the next series already out are there really jeez i mean i'm sure they're they're made oh okay they're do you guys ready still to go have the toys r us no, they've gone there now it just went away it well there's still there's still stores that are open that really? are having like the going out of business sales. Oh. Yeah, the the one the one here in Durham is still open, but you know I'm not going to go there and still pay too much for a Japanese import Super Sentai figure, which is what I would buy there <laughs> anyway. So tell us about what happened. So you said everybody in the in the class liked it already. Yeah, it was really really popular. So there were lots of playground games, and I think like most girls my age there was sort of a, a playground hierarchy like oh who gets to be sailor moon who gets to be sailor jupiter but i was too late to the game they were all taken oh. uh, so i think i made up a dog character what could be. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay well i guess i'm not good enough to be one of the people the cats are taken what was the dog concept oh, i have no idea it was probably oh. like Probably Sailor Pluto or something pre-Pluto. Pluto, Pluto um, the dog from from Pluto yeah. the dog. Yeah, he's yeah. probably very it. dignified. I was nine. <laughs> so at the at this time, Aaron, you were too young to watch it. I would have been three, so I oh, probably wow. would have been tagging along behind Megan. So to I me, it was. I can remember coming home at lunch and there being Sailor Moon reruns on, and you like plunked in front of it in your little onesie. Yeah. Aww. Yes. So that's how I was introduced to it. It's just always kind of been there in my life, like in the background. 
And then it kind of went off air for a couple years. And it was in, I think it was the early 2000s when just out of nowhere, I was standing in a Walmart and I saw a VHS cassette for um, the Sailor Moon R movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tell me, promise of the rose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just, I hadn't thought about Sailor Moon in years because it had just kind of gone away and I had been really little, but then it all came rushing back. And suddenly I was like, I have to have this movie. I have to have it. But being like nine, I don't have $15 to spend on a VHS. So <laughs> I remember, I think I, I think I like begged my mom and she would just was like, you know, you don't need that right now. Aww. But I think for my birthday or for Christmas, I can't remember which one suddenly, you know, that movie was uh, one of the presents I opened and thus began the obsession for that was for the me. next one. I looked looked everywhere for that. I could not find it. uh, Megan's really good at um, keeping me um, updated in weeb culture. So I am very grateful for her. That's awesome. I'm so sorry for what I've done to you. I gotta say, uh, that's that's perfect. Because the R movie, I feel like, is maybe the best possible introduction to the concept of Sailor Moon. I would agree with that. It's really good. Like, it's very self-contained. A weird dude comes from space. Uh, Sailor Moon saves her own with the power of friendship. It's the best version of the Miracle Romance. Yep. Oh, best ending theme, too. Oh, yes. So, Megan. Yes. If you had been able to choose who you were going to play in the Sailor Moon hierarchy as, (laughs) who would have been your choice then? Definitely Jupiter. I think I... I think I liked, well, I liked that she was a brunette like me, um, but I liked that she seemed a little conflicted with the idea of femininity. I liked that that was kind of a tough thing for her because I always felt like, oh, I'm not good at being a girl. And I, I kind of saw that in her too. Uh, how tall are you? I'm five foot six. Okay. Okay. So, so very, very like that's, that's accurate, right? Jordan, is she five, six or five, seven? I think seven? five, six. I think we always try to make her okay, five, so- seven and she's not. Oh, I think we do. We're always trying to get her a little taller. <laughs> uh, so, Aaron, how about you? Who is your favorite scout? Oh, gosh. Well, in keeping with Megan and I being the same person, it's also Jupiter. <gasps> and again, it was because she was a brunette. <laughs> and I think that was my only reason. I don't have anything quite as deep as Megan. Um, but as I've gotten older in high school, uh, I started to like Sailor Venus a little more. Um, probably because hormones, I kind of identified with her being a little boy crazy. Um, Uh, I was talking with Kel McDonald about our, the episode that aired most recently about the Minako spotlight Mm -hmm. and how it's the best possible Minako spotlight. And Kel was like, yeah, when they figure out that she's the horny one, that's when it really comes together. (laughs) Oh, that was, that was actually the episode we first requested the too many dates one. Oh, it was so good. It's one of the best. So good. Yeah. Now that I'm old, I think uh, I think I lean more towards Sailor Uranus because I sort of appreciate what a dick she is. <laughs> <laughs> but young me probably would have just been like, oh, "She's so mean. Why is she being rude?" But now I'm just like, "Yeah, no. own that. I want to be that." Yeah. Yes, please. Just, they're they're so bad. They're so mean to poor Usagi. They're so mean, and I wish I could be that mean. <laughs> I mean. Look, I feel like there's maybe a difference between being mean and then also being willing to murder Sailor Moon, which is the larger problem for me. 
Maybe you want something more like a more like Pluto, just more like aloof than anything else. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think it looks fun to be the bad girl. Have a motorcycle. Be really snarky. I feel like she, I feel like she's okay. This is going to sound ridiculous, but in my head right now, Uranus has a lot in common with Jughead from Riverdale. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> Where like the weight of the world is on their shoulders in their own mind, and like they're the only one who can do everything to get everything to happen, and are just so put put upon all the time. I don't know. That's that's what I'm I'm feeling. Okay, how canon is Uranus's burger hunger? <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh, but she is not a time cop that's there's a different sailor time cop so yeah we and as we all know like, has jackhead's time police showed up on riverdale yet no. i'm not caught up no i assume it never will I'm just waiting for that afterlife oh, okay. with archie crossover <laughs> i would not at all be surprised if uh january mcandrews showed up with the time police on that show they're doing um, a horror Sabrina reboot in the same vein, so maybe there's more chance for supernatural hijinks there. Mm-hmm. I really wanted Sabrina to show up and just be a background character, so they never talk about magic. It's just that like magic happens a bunch. Well, do you do you ever read the comics of Riverdale? The Riverdale comics? Uh, I mean, I've got them all. Okay, well, there's one. I'm, I'm going to spoil one. I get every Archie comic. They are written by the writers of the Riverdale show, apparently. Mm-hmm. So they're mm-hmm. meant to be like relatively canani- canonical. Uh, there is one about Pops where you find out that he made a deal with the devil and he serves the <laughs> devil a burger every year <laughs> in order to oh, keep gosh. the chocolate shop going. Oh, well, that's that's, that's delightful. That's the only explanation. <laughs> Is it like a Dorian Gray situation? Is Pops just eternal? No, no, no. Eternal in fact, it was, I think it was, it, it, I think it ran in his family and he was disappointed because he was letting, it was going to like get put out of business and like this mysterious dark stranger who, you know, is the devil. Oh my right. gosh. Okay. Comes and makes a deal with him. It's ridiculous. Oh, wow. Although I will also say the devil did a lousy job because if you watch the actual show, Pops lost the fucking shop and oh, no. sell it to mr lodge <laughs> oh anyway. well, you know that's that's the problem with deals with the devil <laughs> anyway all right um that's that's the uranus jughead connection apparently <laughs> welcome back to archie business yeah <laughs> look look if i had time if i if i only had the time oh gosh i've been um I'm on. I'm in deadline hell, so I've been watching my way through all of Detective Conan while I work. What? Wait, mm-hmm. what? Oh my God. That would be the longest podcast in the Jordan, world. I, I feel like I feel like you don't know what Detective Conan is, and it's not what you think it is based on the name. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be disappointed. It is not oh, about it's... the Sumerian. Oh. No, that would be great too. It's more about art, like in, in the vein of Arthur Conan Doyle. Okay, all right. It's concurrent. Yeah, sorry, with buddy. Sitting, so, very, very '90s murder mystery series with a comedy edge. No, listen. I'm sorry. That's that all sounds fine. I'm sure it's delightful, but you can't call it that because now I will never be able to enjoy it because the whole time I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. When's yeah. Conan show up? Yeah. <laughs> got, it all takes place back in uh, back in old times with swords and sorcerers, but it's a detective story. It would be the oh. fucking best. 
Oh, look, this, so uh, this small child is right, but when does the barbarian king <laughs> show up? <laughs> Here's the problem with that, uh, Jordan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Conan, the barbarian, yes. uh, is not, like, generally too terribly concerned with... Uh, Who done it? <laughs> Who done it, He's yeah. always just trying to cover for the fact that he's impaled somebody. Yep, I don't know. You didn't. Well, this sword isn't mine. Well, this would be no. Like someone would do some terrible thing, and he'd be like, "I have to get revenge, but first I have to find out on whom." Like I can't just stab everyone. <laughs> I mean, he's very like deduction is not a strong point, I guess. <laughs> but what if it was? But uh, okay, what if it was? <laughs> All right, so um. We've got favorite characters. Uh, any, like, any thoughts on the various pairings, canonical and otherwise? Oh, when I was a child, I was definitely into the miracle romance. It was the first time I'd seen a TV series that had a serious sort of romance in it. And so it felt mm-hmm. really high stakes and really dramatic. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's destined love. Now it's questionable. Yeah. It's problematic. <laughs> Problematic phase. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I guess. Not not my favorite. I mean uh he's, you know, he's like forty five, so no. <laughs> yep. he's nineteen. It's, it's little, closer to forty five than than Usagi is, I think. Hey, you know. if you yeah, listen that's how age works. If you want to be <laughs> judgmental about ages in relationships, you're gonna fit right in with this episode. Exactly. This episode <laughs> oh my gosh. This was rough going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I guess the last question is, do you like Chibi Moon? Yes. I love her so much. I identify with her strongly. I was in Japan as a 14-year-old, and we visited an animation studio, and I begged one of the animators to uh, draw me a picture of um, who I knew was Rini at the time. Did they know who you were talking about? They figured it out. <laughs> Were you like, no, no, I no, made, no, Sailor Moon, but small. I made, I made like oh, motions, like uh, you can't see what I'm doing, but I made like conical motions over my head, like notes <laughs> for. <laughs> and did they, that's very good. Did they do it? They did. Oh, yes. Do you still have it? Of course, I still have it. <laughs> was it the later. animation studio that did Sailor Moon, or was it just a random animation studio? It was a random animation studio, but um. The it was literally was Hayao Miyazaki. <laughs> I promise you, it was not. Uh, it was and like, okay, kid. <laughs> Anime was a mistake. <laughs> it was uh, apparently it was a guy who had worked on Sailor Moon at one point, though. So, oh, oh I hope it was Ikuhara. I, oh my god! I couldn't tell you. No, keep my sister away from Ikuhara. <laughs> <laughs> You're too late. Oh gosh, it's all Utena. <laughs> all right so that is our th- those are our, our preambles hey uh, is it time yes one thing i do want to mention uh because uh we, we've mentioned it on twitter but i just want to make sure fans of the show know this they probably do but uh the sailor moon s and super s movies are going to be in theaters uh yeah they are so you know go and check that out uh Sailor Moon S is going to be in theaters uh, July 28th and 30th, and Sailor Moon Super S is going to be in theaters August 4th and 6th. According to the website I'm on right now, the tickets go on sale on June 7th, so that's pretty soon. Uh, So keep your eyes peeled, and yeah, it it should be fun. It seems to be saying that when they show the Sailor Moon S movie, they're also going to show the 
our movie, which I'm like, wait, what? Well, that sounds fabulous. That's a great double feature. No, that of course, it, feature. of course, it is a great double feature. It just that's it seems like that's two movies worth. Is it is is the the S movie really short? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's really short. They're only an hour each. Yeah, yeah. Because that's what I was so, going to say. Because it says it's only going to be two hours. They probably will leave out the the short. Mm-hmm. Although no, this even says they have the new short though. The Ami's first love short is going to be shown. I don't know. I don't know what to tell us. Oh no 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 no. Sorry. Okay, I'm getting my getting my information right. R and S are going to be shown together. Then they're going to show Super S and Ami's First Love together. Okay. R and S are really good, and Super S is confusing. <laughs> Which one is that? Is Which that one's the, the Luna one? It's Black okay. Dreamhole. Oh, okay, gotcha. the Luna one's S then. Yeah, I I already know a little bit about. The Luna one because it was an event in the uh, Sailor Moon oh, game. Oh no! Oh, it's so good though. It's, really it's it's troubling, is what it is. Yeah. It's good stuff. It'll be great. It it's made even better when you watch elderly British Luna. Oh uh, yes. yeah, which this oh, will dear. not be, unfortunately. No, <laughs> you yeah. want age difference? Well, yeah. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the episode. Jordan, yeah. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are watching episode 143 of Sailor Moon Supers, which is called Believe in Pegasus: The Four Guardians Super Transformation. Is that what it was called? When Come on, no. I mean, I gotta look. They gotta have kept one, right? One half of those two halves, no. No, I mean, like, one episode probably has the same title. Uh, I don't think so. Not until you get to, I bet you, I think when, well, no, I was going to say when you get to stars, but because they didn't translate them. So (laughs) they didn't have the opportunity to change them. Point is. We have to stop doing this bit. We we will. This is, this bit has a shelf life. I mean, I guess when we get to stars, we'll have to say what we would name it. That's true. If I was H. Reginald Cloverway. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So just like we just like we do with uh, with uh, with the uh, sailor businesses, where we 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 kept giving messages from the movie or shows. I mean, even after they stopped. That's true. Uh, so so am I am I gonna guess here? Yeah, of course. Um, you're not gonna get it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Saying so that you have no confidence in me. You didn't you get the last one? I think I did. Yeah. All right. Um, let me think. Okay. Here's my hint. Mm-hmm. It has to do with it has to do with the second half of the original title, but imagine if they were in a Fast and the Furious movie instead of being Sailor Scouts. I'd watch that. I mean, I'm always imagining that. <laughs> <laughs> That's my secret. <laughs> All right. So, what would you call it then? Let's see. I would call it Fate of the Pegasus. No, 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 no. Pegasus Seven. <laughs> No, no, no. You're using the wrong half of the title, first of all. Okay, so it's it's the Fast and the Pegasus? No, no, the wrong half. It's not about Pegasus. It's about the, the transformation okay, but, part. Okay, okay. Uh, horsepower would be so good. Yes, it would be good. Is it, okay, uh, Fate of the Transformation? No, st- no, stop using names of Fast and Furious movies. I'm saying if they were in a Fast and Furious movie, they would be doing what? Going real fast. Because they were... Racing? 
yeah, sure. Driving cars, things like that. So the metaphor for upgrading to Super Senji, if you're driving a car, is... Going turbo. <laughs> dramatically <laughs> shifting into high gear. Yes, kicking it. Kicking into high gear is the name of the episode. That's not a great name. No, it's not. But you almost got there, sort of. I mean, look, the one a great name, and if I'm going to be honest, was not a great hint. I blame you on oh, this one. Well, you know, I sorry, never. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> well, you never? Because we've been here for 143 weeks. <laughs> and I, yet I've never been so mistreated. Uh, all right. Well, like I said, this is Believe in Pegasus, the Four Guardians' super transformation. It originally aired on July 22nd, 1995. That's right. Summer's here. Everybody, as we will find out next week, it was written by Yoji Enokido, uh, directed by Nurio Sasaki, and the animation director was Taichi Nakamura. And Jordan. Yeah. Megan. Yes. Aaron. Yep. How do we start this thing off? Uh, well, it opens with the scene from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's fun. I've never seen Ooh. that. Oh, it's You've never seen Lilo and Stitch? Oh, it's good. Wow. It's Very really good. good. So, Lilo and Stitch starts with a, a horse making a truck crash? It's not a horse, but there is a truck crash. Oh. Yep. There, yeah, and, and also um, Pegasus is in it. Yes. <laughs> and also, uh, at one point, Lilo does a super transformation. Yeah, it was, you know, it was a twist, but I'm really behind it now. Yep. Uh, yes, so it seems like Pegasus has gone evil. Mm-hmm. Now... I'm going to go ahead and say this right here. Okay. If we, if we all know about Zoocyte Sailor Moon. I have an action figure. Yes. That was given to me <laughs> by, uh, by a listener and guest of the show in a very nice, nice thing to do. I love imposter episodes. <laughs> I love it. I love it when the bad guy dresses as the good guy. It's the best. So you must love this episode. Uh, I'll tell you this. I love the fucking monster. <laughs> good one. Me too. Has anyone made a horse bando joke yet? No. Horse bando. Oh. The monster that we are about to get. Yep. Who is fake Pegasus is extremely choice. Yes. And if you have not yet watched this episode, I, just wait. Don't don't do it now. But at some point, go find out about this monster. It reminds me of the boxing priest from the first season. And I can't figure out why. I think it's just because he's really ripped. That could be it. Somebody told us that uh, that Boxy exists on Pretty Guardian, too. So there's a live-action Boxy. That's insane. I need to rewatch Pretty Guardian. Yeah, I gotta, gotta write that down. <laughs> so yeah, that's the cold open. The cold open is, a, it looks like Evil Pegasus has crashed a truck. Yeah. Now, I don't know why Pegasus would do this. I don't know why any of us would... Well, I guess we'll talk about it later, because they're going to get into it. But that doesn't make a ton of sense. So, there we are. From there, we cut to the schoolyard, where a a beautiful little blonde boy <laughs> <laughs> is doing acrobatic football. <laughs> I mean... He's he's Robert and he's very fine and I'd hang with Robert. Yeah, his, I would kick it back with Robert. He's a foreigner. His name is Robert. Yep, really fat. But he literally does Okay, the let me let me just let me just tell you about what he does. Imagine this. A soccer ball pops up straight in the air. This boy jumps in front of the soccer ball, flips over the soccer ball backwards 
and then before hitting the ground, kicks the soccer ball forwards. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you do that move too. Like that's when you. That's why all the girls are bugging for Robert. All the girls do love Robert. Uh, He is the coolest kid in school. Yeah. Obviously, (laughs) that is a fact. Well, he's the coolest kid in school, probably because he's uh, two feet taller than everyone else in school. Well, it is, no, okay. he's not, because look at the little boy standing next to the girls. It's like all the girls are really short and all the boys are really tall. Yeah, well, he's he's literally twice the size of Chibiusa. Right, which but, made it but very again, difficult. I'm saying Chibiusa's friend, whatever that boy is there that is standing next uh, to Chibiusa. That's Kyosuke. Okay. His dub name is Kelly. <laughs> Jordan, did you watch the dub? Because oh, yeah. it sounds like our guest watched the dub. I, oh, I yeah. absolutely did. I watched the new dub with uh, Japanese subs, and I watched the old dub with Dawning Horror. <laughs> I watched the new dub as well. Uh, as I've mentioned before, Viz was nice enough to send over a copy of the the first part of uh, Supers, which unfortunately uh, I think ends at one forty six. <laughs> so it's okay, a couple more weeks. We're only going to have it for a couple weeks. Uh, I just got the box set. And I was holding my breath the whole time, just hoping the episodes we were supposed to review would be in it. Nice. It's the the new dub is great. Like, especially in in this episode, there's some really, really good stuff. When you go see uh, the movies, will you try to see the dub or the sub? I like dubs. I like the new dub a lot. Okay. For sure. Okay. But I mean, like, I I saw the sub of of R. And I didn't even realize they had put the the dub out in theaters, but the the dub version was just fine, you know. Yeah, if you uh, when you buy the tickets for the new one, it's the the Saturday showings are the dubs, and the Monday showings are the subtitles. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Does this assume oh. that Weeaboos don't have work to go to? Well, it's but the idea. I, I think it's Monday night. I mean, it's not Monday. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's daytime what? showings, matinees. You and me are living that freelance life. Hey. I'll go see Sailor Moon on Monday at 10 a.m. No, I, I think there's only going to be one showing per day. It's kind of it's like an event. It's a, it, in fact, it is literally a Fathom event. Oh, so yeah, this uh, gigantic child. He's not. Listen I, again. Now here's the now here's the issue I have though. I don't know uh-huh. how old these people Just are one. supposed to be. Just one issue. I have a theory here. Yes, because um, the the new dub, they're like, oh, the grade six girls like yeah. him. So I think that means he must be younger than grade six. Yes. So I'm going to say grade five. But I don't know if Rini's in grade five or if she's in grade three. All right. Here's here's something weird that maybe throws my Marvel Comics time travel theory out of the water. Rini seems older. Uh, Chibiusa seems older than the last time she was here, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like Super's Rini, su- Super's Chibiusa. I don't know why I'm calling her Rini all the time. Sorry, that's Because uh, it's, it's, it's ingrained in us. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Super's Chibiusa seems older. Like, like Chibi Moon seems older than Chibiusa when she first showed up. You know, she mm-hmm. acts a little older. Uh, she, you know, her character design's slightly different. Uh, but... But, uh, she's still friends with Momo, who oh, is, who, yep. who returns in this episode. Yep. Uh, who was not friends with her when, uh, who was, who, I, I it's tough to explain this. She's still <laughs> friends with Momo, who shows up in this episode, who was friends with her in R. 
They met in R, oh. so Momo has to have aged in accordance with the regular timeline. Oh, yes. Why is Momo so busty? Oh, yeah. that's also I didn't even question. notice that. Um, I'm looking at I'm looking at the SailorMoon.wikia.com, and according to that, uh, and I'm I'm looking at Chibiusa Tsukino, and then in parentheses anime. So it's specifically the anime version of her. And for under age, it says six through eight. Okay. Oh, okay, so I mean, it would make sense if. Well, I was going to say it would make sense if, like, actually, two years has passed since R, or like a, a year and a half, but it hasn't because the girls just turned fifteen. Right. Oh. So she's probably mm. seven. Well, she's eight by the end of the series. That would still make sense. Maybe. Maybe. I always kind of thought she was five when she first showed up, and ten now because of time. Yeah, skip. she. She she seems like that level, but older, it can't be know? like you yeah. said because of her friend. Yeah. Ah, oh, who knows? Oh, man, it's broken. Like I would have said, yeah. That. The, the whole show, the whole show doesn't work. Yeah, it's ruined. So, so if she's seven. Throw it out. If she's seven. We're talking about like second, maybe third grade. Well, that's depending on uh, what what kind of schools they have in the future. No, we're not. She's not in the future. She's in the present. Yeah, Which but I mean, like she could skip to grade. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about what she's like in good 90s time zone. right here okay. in this scene, in the present. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> Not what she is nice. back at home. <laughs> I'm saying she's going to skip to grade because she's got future knowledge. Okay, so so they're going to go, uh, can you provide the transcripts? And they're like, yeah, they're on this crystal. <laughs> oh, that's, you're right, Jordan. I guess she doesn't have some kind of magic device that can hypnotize people into doing whatever she wants. She doesn't anymore. Jordan. It's not around. Unless Jordan. that's what Momo really is. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Maybe, Momo is. Maybe Momo is Pluto. Her hair is violet. Oh. <laughs> anyway. So, anyway. So there's this older boy of indeterminate age. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, here's what we know. He's older than Chibiusa. He's younger than Fish's eye. <laughs> yes. That's what and matters he's, most. He's incredibly super blonde, has super blue eyes. His name is Robert, so that's how we know he's foreign. Yeah, because blue eyes and blonde hair are not a good indication on Sailor Moon. <laughs> but but his name is Robert. They specifically say that yeah. in the Japanese version. Yeah. Um, but he is also uh, a perv. Is he? Well, is he really? Yeah, because he's asking out a second grader. I'm. I mean, okay, yes. <laughs> like, like. So, so you're saying like. Like what? Like like a three year age difference <laughs> on the show is too much. As you know, Chris, it is not about the age, the number of years; it's the proportion of your age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm behind that. All right. This makes adult man voice Pegasus way more problematic. <laughs> yep. So he and he's like an eternal. Like honestly, that means the real problem. The real problem relationship should be Buffy and Angel because it's like nope, the proportion is way off. <laughs> anyway, um, yes. So this this beautiful boy comes up to this tiny little child, and again, he's so he's a, maybe a fifth grader. If we're generous, a fourth grader, he walks up to this seven-year-old and goes, uh, hey, I like you. I want to go out with you. Uh, you want to go out with me? All of Chibiusa's friends start freaking out. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And he's like, oh, he's like, I have soccer practice. Meet me at four o'clock so that we can, you know, go out. 
I don't even know what he what he's thinking will happen. I don't. I, I don't. I mean, th- look, they're probably just going to go to go to the fruit parlor. <laughs> there you or go. Or the arcade, or the park. Or the those park. Are, like, those are the three options. Yep. That well, we've done this show. You want to? Do you want to swing together on the swing set? It'll be great. Do you want to go to where that guy died and turned into <laughs> glitter? <laughs> you can still see Popular the glitter. Graphic spot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, her like a great date. <laughs> Well, our last our last guest did that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, I was really jealous. <laughs> so uh, all of her friends are teasing her about, oh, this boy likes you. Do you like him too? Oh my god, you're gonna have a boyfriend. Yeah, Momo and this girl we don't know, and uh, Momo and don't know. So yeah. Chibi goes, I gotta talk to my horse about this. <laughs> <laughs> She's gotta go home and talk to her internet boyfriend, an adult man horse. This is when she drops one of my favorite pieces of information in this entire episode. Talking about Robert, she says that he's dreamy and even has a fan club. That's that's a, a thing that tends to happen a lot in anime. <laughs> Children at a, a random school have fan club? Yeah, I mean, Gar- Gary Oak's got a fan club. I don't know who that is. What? He's Ash's rival with Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I've never watched Pokemon. Gary what? walks around with, uh, or drives around because he's got a car. Gary hangs out with uh, six six women that at one point Ash asks, are they Pokemon? Which is <laughs> unbelievable. But like, is this guy a Pokemon trainer? Yeah. Yeah, he's so 10. It makes some sort of sense that he has a fan club because he's a competitor in a giant sport. Now, this kid is a soccer player, but I don't Football. believe him. I'm sorry, a football player. <laughs> I don't believe that he is. I mean, he did flip over that ball pretty awesome. So maybe he is. Maybe that's why he is internationally famous. Okay. But what scale is a fan club? Like, is that kids at his school or is that like, oh, it's Robert Magazine? I, I, see, I assumed it was kids at his school, but that's even more ridiculous. Like, if he's an international celebrity and has a fan club, I'm like, yeah, okay. If he's got a kid at a school and like 20 girls are like, we all like him, let's form a fan club. I feel like that's fucking weird. I think it sounds super plausible. <laughs> it yeah. sounds super Japanese. That's playground life. He's he's in idol culture. I guess no there were no there were no fan clubs for students at my schools that I when I went to school. Well, it sounds like you went to school with a bunch of shitty people wow. that did not deserve it. Wow. Yeah, sorry, Jordan. You know, I'm in the Jordan fan club now. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I wouldn't, listen, I wouldn't have been the one with the fan club, so. What do you think your Patreon is? Oh. That's true. The Patreon is our (laughs) (laughs) Patreon. We're we're doing a thing. Uh, Anyway. So is Robert. You saw that kick. (laughs) Yeah, what you don't know is that Robert has, like, just a killer podcast. Oh, okay. Is it a football (laughs) podcast or something else? No, it's all about socialism. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> is he burning, bro? What's going on? Anyway, uh, so she's asking her boyfriend uh, what he sh- he thinks about uh, her having another boyfriend, <laughs> and he's yep. he's not super into it. Yeah, because he's a weirdo. No, what is Pegasus the worst part of this season? Yes. What would be the comp- oh versus the Amazon trio? Yeah. What would be worse than that? I don't think he is. Oh, that's tough. No, he is. Uh, okay. Okay, but look at Fisheye in this episode. He's reprehensible, and I, and all of them are. But, like, they're bad guys, and they're supposed to be reprehensible. Pegasus is supposed to be a good guy and sympathetic. 
I don't think that works out. <laughs> okay. So if Chibi Moon is like a tinier version of Sailor Moon, is Pegasus a horsier version of Tuxedo Mask? No. Mm, it, it, if if Chibi is like proportionally, is Pegasus as much worse than Tuxedo Mask as Chibi is smaller than Usagi? <laughs> Is that how it works? Because Tuxedo Mask wasn't in Sailor Moon's bedroom all the time, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, once or twice. Also, he sounds way older in the old dub. So we just took the sliders and went smaller on Sailor Moon and worse on Tuxedo Mask. I mean, listen, I'd go along with worse on both. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, okay. So so while she's talking to her horse horse boyfriend, Usagi is uh, pigging out. And uh, we get a, we cut to a news report where the actual evening news on actual television is doing a story about how Pegasus is crashing cars and attacking people. And they literally say, if you've seen or been attacked by Pegasus, call or fax us. Great. They gave a real phone number really? uh, in the 90s dub. Yeah, 555-3434. I looked it up and it's a robocaller. Oh, I thought 555 numbers were fake. Yeah, 555 is, is reserved for, for fake numbers. I guess if you put a, an area code in front of it, it works. Maybe. No, that's the whole... Re- wow, that, what was the number again? Maybe five, the five, internet five, lied to me. I think the internet lied to you. 3434, you said? Why would you do that, internet? 555-3434. Uh, oh, you're right. It does say it's a robocaller warning. That's That's really weird. Yeah, but you know, still, if you do fax some information about Pegasus, there, if you yeah, if, if you've got, got any, if you well, no, <laughs> Call the horse. not information. If you've seen or been attacked by Pegasus, I've oh, seen Pegasus. Where on the show? I don't know if that counts. Are you sure? Well, yeah, because I don't. I don't. I think that when the people doing the news had a drawing of Pegasus, and I don't think they want people calling, going, yeah, yeah, yeah I saw your drawing. I have also seen a drawing of Pegasus. Yes. Several drawings of Pegasus, yes. like like 24 per second. Yes, yes. All of this is true. All right, let's move on. Cut to yeah, so, what could be worse than Pegasus. Yeah, it's the Century Bar. <laughs> They're sitting around. The short version of this is that uh, Fisheye slams a martini, uh, or maybe a Cosmopolitan. That, that might be a cherry. Uh, and is like... Is it a small boy of indeterminate age? I'm on it. Yeah. Oh. Now, this this scene is weird for many reasons. Uh, I feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like Tiger's Eye and Hawk's Eye are out of character in this scene. <laughs> uh, because they're like, hey, he's a kid? Yes, for two reasons. For, first of all, because they are like, I'm sick of being lecherous to women. And I was like, bullshit. You are never sick of that. And second of all, uh, yeah, because... because Fisheye goes like, oh, this kid. And they're like, that's a kid. And it's like, yeah, you've done that. You've been there. We watched it. What kids have they gone after under the age of 14? <laughs> that's, that's, uh, like, that sounds real bad. That sounds real bad. But... That's, real, that's a low bar to set. Did they not go after? No, they didn't. Obviously, they didn't go after Rini. No, I feel like there was one episode where they went after a kid. Am I wrong? Uh, I feel like there was. I, I mean, can't remember. At, at the very least, I would buy it coming from Hawk's Eye, the Madam Killer. Sure, <laughs> but Tiger's Eye. I don't know. It's like they're, they're all terrible. Oh, they're very bad. But I feel like this this crossed a line that they hadn't previously crossed. <laughs> oh, the the little girl swordsman. Oh, that's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But he didn't try and seduce her. 
He tried to be her student teacher. Well, that's true, mm-hmm. technically. It's not good. So I was watching this, and I was thinking, yeah, like this this isn't as bad as it has been. Uh, and then re-watching it, I was like, oh, but then there is the part where uh, Fish's Eye goes, there's a certain deliciousness about boys this age. And yep. I was like, eee! Yep. Zoinks. And the uh, the Cloverway dub was not much better. <laughs> what? What did it say? Oh, it's something very similar. What did she say? I think I wrote she, it down. Uh, you wrote it down? Yeah. Young boys are easier to trap. He's a fine babe. Oh, 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 what? Uh, Enough? And then I. And, and then, then it goes on to say, sorry, go ahead, Air. I, I think I'm just going to say what you were going to say. And then as she is she in the dub is leaving the room she says like what does she say i'm can't wait to hook up with you my my hunky cutie or something my sweet oh. little soccer star ah football yes <laughs> football star <laughs> oh that's not great not good they didn't even try to subvert it which i thought was odd considering all their other editorial choices yeah not a uh, not great just nope straight up not great I appreciate that they inserted that he would be easier to trap rather than just straight up like, aha, children. <laughs> the target is babies. <laughs> the target, as always, <laughs> babies. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So not uh, not the world's best scene, and a little gross. So right. now, 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 here's where I would I do want to talk about uh, the Pegasus thing. So because we cut from there to the fruit parlor, the f- fruit parlor. And <laughs> they fixed the sign in the fruit parlor with the knife. No, um, uh, the 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 scouts are all sitting around and talking about, um, hey, uh, you know, are you hearing about this uh, this Pegasus thing? This is fucked up. Like, how do we trust Pegasus? Is Pegasus evil? Is Pegasus really an enemy? And the answer is fucking no. Like, what yeah, you? This is I, literally have like you. So you should be like, yeah. This you, y'all remember when this happened to me? Like, I mean, I don't think you were there yet, but, uh, (laughs) but even beyond that, uh, like he literally helps you kill monsters every episode. He is called up every episode to do something awesome and give you power and kill the monster every time. Mm -hmm. And then, then again, that's what I'm saying. And then what's the logic of, well, you know how horses love to crash cars. No, (laughs) no, I don't. (laughs) What? What what reasoning would he have? He's just a fucking piece of shit, and is like, I do like to kill monsters, but I also like to kill people. I'm I'm just about killing. Let's do. I mean, look, I would believe it. Horses are horses are weird. <laughs> uh, I don't think it makes any sense. I don't. I don't see the logic of this. Are they reading uh, about this in the Weekly World News? <laughs> Is there an article about Bat Boy on the next page? They should be, but again, the real the real television news talked about it, so I'm guessing it's the real newspaper. Hmm. Here's the thing I like about the scene. Uh, first of all, all these girls are very up on uh, who's dating at the local elementary school. Right. But everybody starts giving uh, Chibiusa dating advice and, and being like, hey, we're your big sisters. We're here to give you all the advice you need uh, on this. And Usagi stuffing her face goes, I don't know what the hell you guys are talking about. I'm the only one with a boyfriend, which is great. <laughs> yep. 
Yep, it's pretty good. In the dub, they go on to inform her that Robert is fly. And why are you playing us, Rini? Oh. What? Yep. Why are you playing us? Why are you playing yep. us? Why is Rini playing them? She's tripping for sure. Mm-hmm. So Rini jumps up on the table to talk to them about this uh, and then sees the uh, the newspaper article accusing Pegasus flips out. That's not true. That's not possible. And they go, what? Rini, do you know something about Pegasus? Uh, do you think she does? Do you think that Rini, who literally summons Pegasus from out of nowhere every episode, might know something about Pegasus? He's... <sighs> These young ladies are not the brightest. <laughs> like, what's like, Amy's excuse? Ami's got book smarts. <laughs> oh, okay. He does not have street smarts. Is that what you call Pegasus summoning smarts? I have a question. Please. So do I. A great deal. <laughs> <laughs> so if this is the same day, how is it not four o'clock yet? She's gone, home. She's gone home. She talked to her internet boyfriend. And now yeah. she's in a cafe. Yeah. Well, How let's see. What time is practice? I don't, yeah, school for elementary school. Well, I guess I don't know what it's like in Japan. Here, elementary school gets out the latest. Like, elementary school probably doesn't get out till like 3 o'clock at least. Uh, no, elementary school where I'm from gets out earliest. Elementary school gets out at like 2.45. Really? Yeah. Still well, only an uh, hour no, no. and 15 minutes. Yeah, no, like, she, like this, to- this show has no concept of time is the problem. <laughs> Right, isn't it? I, I I thought it's always the elementary school starts and ends latest, then middle school is a little earlier, and then high school is even earlier than that. Where I'm from, uh, everything starts at 8 oh. uh, or 8.30, and then elementary school gets out at 2.45, middle school gets out at, at uh, 3, and high school gets out at 3.30. Wow, okay. Yeah, that checks yeah. out. <laughs> uh, but here's the thing. It's a school day, which we know because Chibi was at school. Right. All the girls are not only, like, not in school, they've gone home and changed. Yeah, they're not even in their uniforms. Because we have some very fashionable outfits. We have a good fashion corner for this. Uh, especially Makoto is uh, wearing a, sporting a great outfit. Oh, yeah. Makoto, she looks great. Yeah. And her hair looks good, which I know it's the same always. But, like, her, her like, strands of temple hair, like, they have. They're really very fun. long in that scene. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I, you know what? I, I skipped to the Pegasus thing, and I, I skipped the advice that they they give her which is um they're like are you gonna go out with this boy and chibi says i, I don't i don't know if i love him <laughs> yeah, yeah i don't know if i love him the way i love this horse that i know <laughs> and uh, makoto just goes it's not about love <laughs> she doesn't say it like that she goes don't you don't don't worry about if you love him just do you want to you know spend time with him and like yeah like that um honestly i i know they were leaning towards the, the pegasus thing i know that when when chibi started going yeah there's someone that i want to be with all the time and never want to be without them and always want to spend time with them and like for all time ever i was really thinking slash hoping they were going to have her be like memo <laughs> 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 because that would have been a funny punchline but instead it was no she's in love with a fucking horse yeah yep <laughs> yep love that horse Love that horse. Uh, you know, if she is a third grader, it's probably more realistic for her to be into horses than into Robert. I mean, yes. And it's and to be fair, it's also more realistic for a third grader to be like, I don't know if I love him. But, you know, it's still a weird show. Do they? Do third graders think about love? I guess. Oh, yeah, well, if, if you're... 
I mean, like, if you're a child, like, you're like, oh, dating? That's what you do when you're in love. Especially if your only model for that behavior is destined moon lovers. Mm-hmm. Like, people who loved each other so much they were reincarnated on another damn planet. I feel really called out right now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> well, most of the games we played on the playground were, like, you know, the, the letter that you uh, stop on in the skipping rope is the first letter of the name of the person you're going to marry. So, uh, yeah, I can assure you it was very sure. much on our yeah. minds in third grade. Yeah, that's There's a lot of playground games that are like, oh, who are you going to marry? Yeah, like and like MASH and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. We did that. We did that. All right. Well, that's fair. Thank you. It is fair. <laughs> I mean, I, I, was, I, 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 I guess it really should be the writers of Sailor Moon who are thanking me. Not mm-hmm. anyway. So here's a, here's an awesome scene. Uh, Robert is standing on the on the what do they call it? A soccer field? A soccer football pitch? pitch? Football field? He's standing by the goal, leaning on the leaning on the goal. It's called it's called a field. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's, it's a, a field, football actually. field and <laughs> field. Let's let's I just really want to let this scene sink in because we have a let's say again fourth maybe fifth grader beautiful football boy standing on the field when a lady comes up and says do you like pretty older women? Yep. What? Cute outfit though. Yep. Very cute outfit. That is a uh, one of the uh, one of the amazing uh, uh pickup lines they teach you in this episode. Do you mm-hmm. like pretty older women? Um, guess what? The answer is no. Uh, he likes younger women, as established, and he is—he has absolutely no interest in fisheye. Uh, fisheye. Also, uh, it, it is worth noting these next two episodes. Get ready for the return of Shingoing. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Shingoing's back. Um, but fisheye has dolled himself up to look like a lady again. Not a fairy this time, but a, a proper lady. <laughs> I like that the opposite of proper lady is fairy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Not, in your cosmology. Not a fantasy person, but like an actual person. He or she, the character that he's playing, one of the two, keeps saying, I'm just really bored. <laughs> I'm just really bored. And so I want I want a young boy to hang out with me because I'm bored. And I'm a pretty Ooh. older lady. I just want some company. Oh, <laughs> I quite like that he that the, the kid's response is Robert's response is. Do you have any friends? <laughs> <laughs> he has no interest. <sighs> it's wonderful. I like that instead of being stranger dangery, he's just devastating. Exactly. I think that's more effective. Just just shame <laughs> shame them off the playground. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Oh, Lord. Robert is is the coolest guy in school, so you can understand why he has that ability. He's very fly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stop I, I would kick it with Robert. He has no time for Fish's Eye, though. Uh, so Fish's Eye just like, fuck it. Like, the same thing that they always do. They unsuccessfully seduce someone, and then they're like, fuck it. One, two, three. <laughs> and Meanwhile, hold on, but we did skip the part where Chibi was going to try to meet with him, and all the, the scouts were stealthily trying to sneak after her to see what she says to this boy. Oh, also, I, I'm sorry. I do also want to mention uh, in the list of disgusting things in this episode, Fisheye saying, looking at athletes' powerful thighs makes my heart throb. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. To and about a fourth, a fourth grader. <laughs> this aired on TV. Yep. This was a show. Yep. Yeah. 
for, for babies. This, this happened. For babies, yes. All right. So as you said, one, two, three. And that takes us into our act break. That's not, that's not the act break. That's the new act no. everybody. That's yeah. not the act break. Pretty sure it is. I was pretty sure it is now. Jordan, you're, you're not going to play the real act break. Nope. <laughs> nope. Already did it. Already already did some music. No, we're always forward, never back. Was that an accident or a joke? No, that was completely on purpose. Okay. <laughs> Jordan, all right. What do, What do you want to ask me? If people enjoy our show, uh-huh. which they should, it's great. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. We have a good time here. <laughs> yes. It's fun to have fun. I love greed. Always. How can they maybe like support the show? Well, uh, they can uh, go on to a website called patreon.com slash sailor business, and they can sign up to give from their own selves monies every month to the show and towards the making thereof. How much? Well, as little as a dollar, as much as. $17,000, $27,000, $27,000. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's not, that's not the limit. (laughs) I think we've talked about 47,000. Oh shoot. Okay. 47,000. Well, did you wait? We're still not the limit. Hold on. Did you add the thing yet? I have not yet. You bastard. (laughs) You promised. (laughs) You said you were going to do it. Yeah. You know what? I say a lot of things. Oh, man. A lot of people say a lot of things. A lot of people say a lot of things, Jordan. All right. Well, lying all the time is what makes me cool. Oh, wow. So, (laughs) guys, I think that you should give some money. Eventually, Chris will add a a stretch goal that is for $47,000 that says we have a A do a show a month that says we do a show every day. I deserve it. You you deserve to have to do a show every day? (laughs) I deserve it. $27,000 $27,000 a month. Whew. I don't know about that. Um, well, in fact, what All I right. think you guys should do is you should subscribe to Patreon and make it a, uh, but be like only if you play the right uh, uh, eye catch. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you'll get the eye catch. All right. Let's thank some, some backers. You can join fine people like Rebecca. Thank you, Rebecca. We appreciate it. And Andreas. Andreas, I appreciate your help. Uh, Tim. Tim. Thank you for helping us. R. Petromo. As in the, first the initial R. R. The, okay. the letter R. First, letter, uh, first initial. R. I uh, think you are awesome for helping. And Joe. Joe. Thank you for your patronage. Those are our new Patreon backers for this week's episode. Hurrah! I have a, a Twitter question I wanted to get to. Okay. Because last we can, do, we can do a Twitter question. Last night I uh, finished reading uh, "To Kill a Mockingbird," <laughs> and so our our okay. good uh, friend DF Pendris uh, wrote to Sailor Business: If Scout from "To Kill a Mockingbird" was a Sailor Scout, <laughs> which one would she be? <laughs> um, and it's a tough one. I'm gonna guess she's Sailor Jupiter, though. What do you think? Uh, I, you know. I've never read To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, so Listen, good. I highly That's, recommend I, it. It's Superman's favorite book. Oh, is it really? Oh. Yeah, canonically. I, I hadn't read it either until just now, because, I again, it was never assigned to me in school for whatever reason. Um, 
It's great. It's really good. You'll, you'd like it. What do you, do you guys have a, a thought? She would be Rini because she's the younger one whose perspective is all skewed. You know what? Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. She is of all, everyone. She is the most like Rini. You're absolutely right. Uh, Jupiter was a tough fit, but I went with Jupiter because she's kind of a tomboy and like likes to punch people. Um, but you're right. Yeah, that's legit. Rini would be <laughs> the 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 number one choice. Okay, so who's Atticus? <laughs> I mean, Atticus is Luna. Right. I want to and see Luna put down a rabid dog. Yikes. She could do it. She'd do it happily. It has to be done. Obviously, a tuxedo mask is boo. Oh. <laughs> you um, know, um, pattern would be boo. Sickly stays in the house. Right. I just meant because of what happens at the end, but sure. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's legit. Um, uh, it's a great book. Listen, if you haven't read Killer Mockingbird, <laughs> check it out. We'll we'll, we'll do Mockingbird business elsewise. But, uh, <laughs> mocking, business. <laughs> mocking business, perfect. Uh, all right, that's all for Twitter questions. But if you have a question for us on Sailor Business, use Sailor Biz Q and A, and we will get your questions and hopefully talk about them next episode. It's entirely possible that we could do that very thing. All right, Jordan. Mm-hmm. Back to the show. Yay! You happy now? Yeah! Are you happy? Of course. Try to do a little something different. Keep the show fresh and exciting. What? Hey. Get hassled hey. the whole time. This is not, this is not some, uh, some Xena Warrior business where you can play a pop song pretending it's the Xena theme song. How dare you? <laughs> you look, you can insult me, but when you insult Carly Rae... <laughs> By calling it, it a pop song? What, what part of that was an insult? Of two Canadians? <laughs> How dare. We're very defensive. Unbelievable. This guy. I'm sorry. This guy that I'm forced to work with. Yeah, it's true. It's true. <laughs> All right, so we're back. What, when, where are we back to? Oh, uh, the two uh, Usagis showing up to the party. Yes. The, dos Usagis. <laughs> dos Usos. So they transform. Uh, yeah, the they, moon's double transformation. We know how it goes here. They give a little speech, which is very fun. And it's horse time. It's yeah. horse time. And then it's horse time. Okay, this is going to be... It feels like it's always horse time. Real weird. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you describe it, Chris. Do, I mean, do I, do I have to? It's do your I favorite. really want to. It's, is it? Oh, I guess, wait. I, I'm thinking of the second part, which is really your favorite part. Fine, so I'll do the beginning. First of all, okay. they try to do a... Uh, um, a new move that they've never done before. Yes. Killer double sailor kick. Killer double sailor kick. Which <laughs> you gotta, like, I can see why they would try it. Why? Because it's dope? Uh, if by dope you mean they are a pair of dopes who fall on their faces and do nothing. Wow. Wow, Jordan. He literally just steps aside casually and goes, what's killer about it? And they are collapsed on the ground in a dust cloud. I don't, I don't know why you would insult. Again, they're just trying something new. Keep it fresh and exciting for everybody. And you're, you know what, you know what, Jordan? Yes. You, you're not, you're not ready. You're not, you, I got, I got to wait for you to catch up. Is that what I got to do? Again, I guess you could try something new, but if it's a complete failure. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, Chris, I got something Mm. else new for you to try. A new yes. Pegasus. 
Yes, okay. Here's where it gets good. So this is a merry-go-round monster uh, whose name is, what is it, Mawasha, Mawasha Tiro? Is that it? Mawasha Taro. Mawasha Taro. Uh, and so we get Mawasha Taro the merry-go-round is summoned as this week's monster, and Pegasus comes out of a hole in the ground and stands up. And then Pegasus throws his horse head back, and it's a dude. And he suddenly has, like, abs. Spoiler! He, like, his body changes shape, and he gets muscles. Yeah. It's... Also, he's wearing a thong. With a club oh, yeah. on it. Like, with, <laughs> with a... With, like, yeah, with, like, a spade. Like, an ace of spades on it. He's great. He's fantastic. He's the weirdest villain we've had in quite some time. And in keeping with the... Uh... With the, the previous uh, established thing, uh, Fisheye summons uh, dude monsters. Yes. Mawashitaro just, like, kind of flexes at Sailor Moon and Chibi Moon for a little while, and then makes some merry-go-round horses pop up from the ground. Oh, well, first you should say, they do summon uh, Pegasus first thing, which is unusual. Uh, usually they fight for, like, ten minutes for no reason, and then summon Pegasus, but this time Chibi was like, you know what, let's deal with this fucking imposter. Let's summon a Pegasus. Well, we gotta we gotta make room, Jordan, because we got some stuff to to happen. Pegasus shows up, and instead of just like giving Sailor Moon and Chiyomoon his power, he starts. Uh, I guess I guess they get trapped behind like a force field. Yeah, and so Pegasus just starts like running headfirst into it. The well, it's it's not even just a force field because it's made by the merry-go-round spinning so fast that it like creates a weird like vortex force field. Uh-huh. You know, like a merry uh-huh. round does, if you just turn it up like a really high. Does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. Can you tell me, just real quick, we've been at this for a while. This is, this is like episode 14 of this season, like 13 or 14. Okay. And Megan, Aaron, maybe you can help out with this. What, what does, what do the, the Amazon trio and Madame Zirconia, what do they want exactly? Do you remember? They're trying to find yeah. the beautiful dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but why were they looking for beautiful dreams? Like, is there something in there that they wanted? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. What could it be? Because I feel like it was Pegasus. <gasps> I don't know. Who is now just standing there running headfirst into a wall over and over. Yeah, they probably should have let him into this uh, force field before they closed or, it. <laughs> or maybe Fisherlock gets on the phone and goes, hey, like, backflips through the through the fire, back to the bar, and goes, hey, guys, good news. <laughs> Uh, I know exactly where Pegasus is right now, and he's got a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I'm feeling like that could happen. So, at this point, oh, by the way, I, yeah, because I because we we because because yeah, this has been Fisheye's plan. Fisheye's plan has been: I've got a dude dressed up like a horse crashing cars to try to lure the Sailor Scouts to this thing. Like, her idea was the Sailor Scouts would see the news report about Pegasus crashing cars and be like, oh, we got to look into that. Whereas the Sailor Scouts were just like, oh, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) It just occurred to me, it's kind of weird that they've got the car crashing thing going on, but then also the stalking children thing? Yeah, yeah, no, totally unrelated. Totally unrelated. So also within the force field is Fish's Eye, who has tiny, tiny knives. Oh, it's so good. And he's like, yeah, looks like I win, and starts throwing these tiny, tiny knives at Usagi and Chibiusa, and just missing. Like, just is bad at it. 
And at one point, Fisher's like goes, hey, why aren't these hitting you? And Fisher's like goes, uh, I don't know, maybe because you suck at it. <laughs> Which is not only what is in the subtitles, that's exactly what is said and how they say it in the new dub, which is great. <laughs> because you suck. Yeah, because you suck at it. Outside the force field, the scouts are using all of their powerful attacks on this force field. Nothing is happening. Not working at all. So inside the force field, they try their killer kick again. Guess what? It still doesn't work. Nice job. Yeah, so uh, we've talked about good pickup lines in this episode. Yeah, here it is, the best one. We've talked about, you know, what was it? Uh, do you like pretty older women? Uh-huh. It's a good one. Uh, how about, uh, I, got, I got to make sure I get the, the verbiage right Oh, yeah, here. I wrote it down. It's in the email if you... If you uh... Uh, how about align your body waves with mine? <laughs> that works. That one works. It absolutely it doesn't, does. though? Yes, it, it does. It Yoga instructors. Yeah. It doesn't Ooh. it doesn't work in this episode, but in life it works. Yeah. So Pegasus yeah. shows up and he's like, hey, I'm gonna give you guys some power. It's time for your uh it's time for the four guardian super transformation. And Ray, of course, is like, No. <laughs> no, we don't know if we could trust you. Fuck that. And I feel like Pegasus should say, Okay, but you guys do know that I show up every week and give your leader? And her space child powers <laughs> every week. Yeah, like, yeah. Dumb ass Sailor Scouts. Not it's it's not good. Not to mention they can see with their eyes that there is a <laughs> fake Pegasus right over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ray wants a guarantee that uh, he's on her side. So here's what Pegasus does. Pegasus, cool. without going, without making any of these points. Just decides to turn back around and, again, head first into this force field. Yeah. Again and again. This is a very passive-aggressive force. Um, now, th- here's the thing. I did r- write down, though, about this two things. One is, uh, hey, take my power so you can do a thing that I can't do, even though I have my power. Mm-hmm. So that doesn't make a ton of sense. And then... The second part being that they do literally wait until he can barely stand. Take my power. Now that I can barely stand, <laughs> definitely take my power and try to do this thing. It'll totally work. And yeah. guess what? It does. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know how the math works on that. If you take yeah, like, this power divided by four, uh, then all of a sudden it can get through this force field. Aaron, I wanted to ask you a question. Yes. How many laws did Fisheye break in this episode? So many oh. laws. Um, I, Which ones? Um, all the laws. <laughs> oh, <laughs> every law. Uh, I'm Sorry, sure there's like, thought. I'm sure there's some child endangerment there, some attempted murder. There's probably probably a legal knife possession. <laughs> oh, but those are tiny. Depends where you are, really. Those are little. They're tiny. like they're like letter openers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Tampering with the mail, then. Exactly. Exactly. That's <laughs> that's a federal offense. Not well. Japan. <laughs> who knows? Yeah. But I, I mean, I she do believe they have laws in Japan. Yeah, but are they the same? Maybe you can kill with a bandit. Maybe maybe that's okay in Japan. I know in Canada it's not. I don't know about uh, I don't know about other countries. But that would be an interesting idea for my own podcast, not to steal your thunder, is to sit down with the Criminal Code of Canada and just uh, identify what laws are being broken. Is oh my it? Gosh, that would be great. Is it illegal 
to have a giant floating circus tent in the middle of, of Tokyo. I imagine there's some kind of issue in terms of uh, bylaws, in terms of like shadows over houses, because mm-hmm. uh, denying light can be illegal. Yeah, airspace. And, you know, also, airspace. Yeah. yeah, and also like if it's in the way of planes, yeah, absolutely illegal. Also, could be a zoning problem. Yeah, I was going to say, is it zoned for circuses? Like, who knows? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's more of a municipal issue than like a, you know, legal issue, yeah, but uh, yeah. something think about. All right. So uh, eventually the girls are convinced by the uh, endless amount of concussions <laughs> that Pegasus is getting himself like, hey, he's probably serious. Let's go ahead and do the Four Guardians super transformation. Oh, they get uh, new sticks. They get new moon sticks. Mar- I guess Mars sticks, Venus sticks, all that stuff. They get those. I don't like them. See, I'm trying to look closely at what changes about their costume. I've, so far, I see three things. Sleeves. They get, they get sleeve yeah. caps, new sleeve caps. Oh, do they? Oh, I'll have to look at that. Yeah. yeah. I know the bows on their butts get bigger. Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. The, the, the circle in the middle of their bows gets becomes a heart. Mm-hmm. They have stars on their collars. Mm-hmm. And I think that's it, right? Uh, I think so. I think you're right. The wands get basket hilts. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I like that. Which is... I hate them. You hate them? Oh, you hate them? I hate them. I'm actually not a fan of them either, so I'm glad we have some dissension. They protect your fingers if you're using them to punch somebody. I I guess, but it's just, they're just, they're thick and like pink, and I'm like, it works for Jupiter, but none of the others, you know? I'm just sorry. I'm thinking like, exactly. That's legit. Yeah, the, the they never use them for anything other than transforming. I, yeah, I, honestly, hundred percent. I'm picturing them as like. I kind of miss the pens. I feel like the pens was the best version. The pens are the best. Yeah, they were sleek and like they could be you know easily uh, disguised as not a transformation yeah. magic stick. Yeah, they're and they're pen. real pens. Yeah. You could write Except with it. They're useful. <laughs> yeah, Ami used them for homework. <laughs> Where do you get refills for a transformation pen? Luna's butt. Oh. Ooh. No, I mean, that's where it all comes from. I didn't make it up. I know. I just, I figured it was just going to be infinite ink. Now that we've got, now, now we know when Moon's double transformation happened and when we got Super Sailor Moon, we got new attacks. We mm-hmm. got, we got Moon Gorgeous Meditation. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see all the, all the scouts' new attacks because, you know, it's been such a long time since <laughs> any of the scouts have gotten new attacks. Yeah. Like, it's been since like season two. Yeah. We're in season four. Uh, so Jordan, tell me about these hot new attacks. They're the same attacks. Same, same attacks. Same. Attack. Do you have a favorite Aaron, Megan? Uh, I think that superior um, sparkling wide pressure. Is that it? It was just sparkling wide pressure again. Yeah. It's just, oh. it's just love me chain. Burning yep. mandala. Yep. Sparkling wide pressure. And somehow if I remember Amy still kills a horse with a wave. Yeah, because it's a great wave. It's Shine Aqua Illusion at least looks a little different now that it's been upgraded. But yeah, no new attacks. Disrespectful, honestly. Uh, well, you know why? Because the, the scouts are small fry. <laughs> As we've established. Yeah, how could those small fry guardians do this? Mm-hmm. What were you saying here? Oh, I was just saying, uh, now that I think back to it, um, I do think in the uh, Clover Clover Way, Clover Way dub, they did actually change the name of the attacks slightly. What? Yeah, I think that, that was the one I watched most recently, so that's the one my notes are on. Yeah, um, so they think they got, like, an adjective. 
Yeah. We should we should na- we should come up with new attacks for them right now. Ooh, right now. Okay. All right. All right. Um, also, this would have been a great time for the return of Jupiter Thunder Dragon because that looks dope as shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's each pick one. Let's each pick a scout, and we will get to name their. Okay. Um, I'm thinking okay. Venus. Okay. Oh, damn it. Okay. Oh, um, you can have her. You take her. No, 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 no. I feel like if you wanted her, you've got someone good. So. I I really don't. So please take her away from me. Oh. Okay. All right. Fine. I'll take Venus then. All right. Um, How about you, Me- Megan? Who do you want? Oh dear. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll, t- I'll take Amy. Let's see what I can do with her. Um, okay. Chris. Uh, I guess I'll take Makoto. Okay. So I got Ray. You got Ray. All right. This is hard. Uh, okay. Uh, I w- it, it's got to be like like thunderstorm explosion. That would be just, a good one. So just Jupiter thunderstorm explosion. It's got to be three words, right? Thunderstorm. It's, okay, so it's always got to be like something weird, right? Like sparkling pressure kind of makes sense, but sparkling wide pressure doesn't. So it's got to be another weird adjective. Wait, no, Chris, you're incorrect. Sparkling pressure does not make sense. <laughs> I mean, no, it doesn't. But like, look, relatively speaking, aqua illusion would make sense. Shine aqua illusion is is tougher. Alright, I'm giving her I'm giving her snow cone flavor blast. Ooh. Oh. Snow cone flavor blast. I'm giving Venus uh upsetting heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, uh, or massive heart attack. Cool ranch, cool ranch thunderstorm explosion. That's mine. Cool ranch. <laughs> I mean, d- d- dazzling blaze rings. Dazzling blaze <laughs> wings. Rings because she throws the rings. Four twenty blaze it. Yep. <laughs> Four twenty blaze it. Mandala. Four twenty blaze it. Fire flames. So with that, the monster is defeated. No, no, no. With that, yeah. the the force field is shattered. Sailor force Moon still shattered. has to do her her attack. Yeah, we got Moon Gorgeous Meditation. Fisheye backflips out. Oh, we also get um uh in the in the subtitles, we just get a stage out. On the Blu-ray with the new dub, he goes, Nay! Oh wow. Stage out. Which is pretty good. Wow. So, so yeah. Fisheye's upset. So that's it. We gotta talk we gotta talk to Pegasus some more. Uh her boyfriend, yeah. What is she talking with him about? I don't that's know, a bunch of nonsense. First rejection. No, no. How many? Oh, sorry. She doesn't First boyfriend. Pegasus. Yeah. Sorry, I thought we were talking about uh, football star. Ro- Ro- Robert. Yeah, Robert. she does reject Robert. She goes to Robert and says, "I can't go out with you. You're a weirdo creep." <laughs> yep, they're sitting on the swing, and he does literally say, "Like, listen, I don't mean to brag, but no woman has ever said no to me." <laughs> Which is a very weird thing for a child to say. That's a weird thing for anyone to say, but. (laughs) Um, Yeah, super weird. Uh, Chris, can you explain to me uh, the end of the episode where all of the scouts are crying because they don't have boyfriends? I mean, I think you just did it. Right. Right, Except like, uh, I I, I thought they were all dating each other. Well, they they still don't have boyfriends. (laughs) That is kind of a shitty thing to do it, cry about not having a boyfriend in front of your girlfriend 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, both are <laughs> shitty teens. What do you want me to say? <laughs> also, you will notice that uh, Ami's not too upset. Well, she's uh, yeah, she plays it cool. Uh, speaking of pagers, mm-hmm. uh, there's a pager in this scene. Usagi gets a page from her boyfriend who is, she is late to go see. Uh, I like the fact that her pager has like a little digital photo on it of mem- mem- Memo. Yep. Uh, of a scowling memory. <laughs> memory bitmoji. She probably has a, a whole bunch of expressions for him. She bought the pack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the yeah. end. They're sad that they want boyfriends. It's, it's, I love it. It's a pager. With a scowling memory, but it's also got a bunny on it. Yeah. She has customized and it says, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. She's on brand. She she gets this stuff done. I always thought it was funny that she has a cat instead of having a rabbit. Well, then it would just get confusing because then you've got two two things to call rabbit, right? Yeah. We already have two yeah. things to call rabbit. Oh, you're right. And we'd have three things to call, <laughs> rabbit. call rabbit. We have rabbit and small rabbit. And real rabbit. Yeah. Oh, it's kind of like Wolverine and and Gabby and Jonathan in All New Wolverines. So that does it for this week's episode of Sailor Moon. Now it's time for us to talk about what we learned over the course of the episode. It's time for Sailor oh, Business that? Says. Uh, let's see. Aaron, we'll start with you. Hide your kids. Um, <laughs> yeah, apparently apparently pedophiles want your children. So, uh, yeah, that's what I learned. Ooh, circus freaks want your kids. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Megan, what did you learn? I learned there's nothing you can do to defeat my deadly horsey. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's, That's a, a good lesson. A direct quote. Yeah. The, the wisdom of fish's eye. <laughs> yep. Is that, a, is that a book we're going to put out? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Though. Jord, what did you learn? I learned uh, the two best pickup lines. I mean, come on. Oh, yeah. I was th- one of those was going to be mine. Oh, really? Also, you got to get your body waves in sync. <laughs> yeah, you got to align them with people. That's that. I mean, I think again, this this there there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of life guidance this episode can give you. But I think teaching people to go out there and align their body waves with each other is is a big one. Got to align those body waves. Mm-hmm. All right. So, final thoughts on the episode. Weirdly. I think this one's kind of fun. It's, I mean, it's, it's got its problems. Do not get me wrong, but I like it's, it's kind of goofy enough that it's at least not like an unendurable slog as we have seen before in, in super S. Uh, I think I read more, more Mawashi Taro and less sketchy playground business. Yes. Uh, sketchy playground business is not one of our podcasts. Well, you know, actually, if we can talk about it, uh, like if we look at it for just a moment as like a thing that we could have given notes on, you could just say, hey, maybe cut out the boy. Yeah. <laughs> cut yeah. out the boy. Like you just don't need it. Literally, Fisheye has another plot going at the same time, which comes to nothing except that it coincidentally you know what I mean? Like she's, she, they could have actually just done the Pegasus thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that is true. You didn't need a pretty American boy. Instead of having Rini wondering about a classmate, she could have been torn between two horse boys. <laughs> torn between <laughs> two horse boys. <laughs> uh, my book Jake, coming you know fall. what to do. Yep. 
Yeah, no, I mean, like, I think you could have just had it be the dilemma for her be, or I mean, that could have been two episodes. The dilemma for her could have just been, do we trust Pegasus? And she would be like, no, of course we do. And they'd be like, why? What is what is he to you? Because it's just it, the, the the two plots. I don't know. I, I don't know that they they do much for each other. Yeah, they feel mismatched. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. But, you know, an episode that could have been better, but also uh, in a rarity in this season could have been worse. Oh, sure. (laughs) This was the first episode of Sailor Moon I've watched in probably about four or five years. So a good reintroduction. (laughs) What are you doing on this show? (laughs) Having fun. I've been very busy. (laughs) Okay, that's fair. We've been up to non-Sailor Moon TV-related things within the last year, for sure. Like what? We went to Sailor Moon Day at the Science Center Oh, uh, last summer. We saw Sailor Moon in concert. That was pretty cool. I cried so hard. too. (laughs) They had a symphony orchestra there doing um, the Sailor Moon suite, and they had the singer from the Deekdom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen video of that. Yeah. Yeah, on YouTube. It was really good. We cried. She sang my Please only love. Please tell me right? more about Sailor Moon Day at the Science Museum because that is not, that is not registering in my head. <laughs> I know science to be. So it's um, all Tomoe themed, right? Yes. No, I live in Toronto, <laughs> which is a very nerdy city, and is also the city where they originally recorded the dub for Sailor Moon. Mm-hmm. So a lot of those voice actors still live here, and they still do events. Um, so it's really easy for people to coordinate at an event and get you know, five or six voice actors out to do signings or talks. And I think it's just a fan group that runs it. So they had a little market and they did a little little dance and they ran the movie and they had panels. And then they had the symphony in the evening. That's awesome. It was really fun. But you should uh, you should get in contact with Jennifer Sihi, I think it is. She's the singer and I bet she'd come on the show. Oh, goodness. We would love that actually yeah by the way if you have like any sailor moon connections let us know oh, <laughs> let, let okay us know. this is this is another food. tangent I, I once threw a party and tuxedo mask came to the party and i don't mean a cosplayer i mean tony proctor came to the party wow <laughs> see now i wish i had the tuxedo mask drop Uh, I had made some prints at an event where he was signing and he really liked the print that I was sold out. So he came to pick it up on a day we were having an office party uh, and he brought his tiny blonde pigtailed daughter with him. Aww. That's very cute. What's her name? Kibi. I don't know what her name is and I'd probably keep it private, but she did show us how good she was at (laughs) commando crawling. So it was pretty cute. Well, that is, that is lovely to hear. So yeah, I guess that brings us to the end of the episode. Would you like to tell everyone where they can find you online should you wish to be found? Oh, um, sure. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at Spooky Maggie, and you can find my website at thequietly.com. I uh, don't really have an online presence. Uh, I'm a lawyer in training, so uh, just keep an eye out in your local courthouse. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'm on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. And our podcast is on Twitter at Sailor Business. And our producer, Jake Mason, he's on Twitter as well at JJ underscore Mason, where he will talk to you about lots of things, mostly podcasts, because he does a whole bunch of them. Uh, how about you, Chris? 
You can find everything that I do by going to the-isb.com. That is my website. It's got links to things that I write online, comic books that I write, including uh, Infinity Countdown Darkhawk, which is coming out now, which, Jordan, you were, uh, I believe, the the main editor on that one. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if, if everybody buys it, maybe we'll get to do more Darkhawk comics, which I would like to do. He's kind of like if Sailor Moon was like a, a, a boy from the 90s, <laughs> like the most 90s boy. I mean, a little tiny bit. A little t- like I'm trying to sell it, Jordan. Oh, okay. I got You know, totally I got to sell like it. That. It's totally like that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but you can find links to other podcasts that I do, including uh, shows like Xena Warrior Business, which is like this, but for Xena, and Apocrypals, which is like this, but for the Bible. So uh, please check that out and be here next week uh, when we watch Shining Summer Days, Ami Under the Sea Breeze. Because you get under a breeze, right? That's what you do with a breeze. You get under it. <laughs> do I have that correct? Until then, keep your mind on sailor business. <laughs> yeah. No. Sailor Moon, the rest will be easier. The others are nothing to worry about. They are total nobodies.